Hello and welcome to another episode of the Hope Mindful and Compassion Show. My name is Paul Garrigan and I take care of the mindfulness program here at Hope. I'm Joe Lewin, I'm one of the counsellors here at Hope. So we're going to do something different today and this is Joel's idea that he suggested that he would like to interview me about ultra running. Now I'm no expert in ultra running and I've only just done one and I'm kind of planning some more but I kind of I think it is a good topic and I'd, I do I'd love to talk about it. So over to you Joel. Well thanks for trusting me with this tremendous responsibility Paul. It's an absolute honour. Absolutely welcome. Yeah so thank you for that. Um, so I guess first of all could you just give us a brief lowdown on what it is you've actually done? So the, the race I did it was a lot it was but it's actually this month, wasn't it? Yeah, this month, at the beginning of the month. It was a 52k. So an, an, ultra, an ultra run is basically anything over a marathon length, anything more than 42.5. And so it was an extra 10 So it was like running a marathon and then doing an extra 10k. And I did it in uh, Suen Rathfai, which, which is in Bangkok. And it was basically running around a, a, a three and a half kilometer loop repeatedly. Okay, right. It was actually a fantastic experience. I loved every minute of it. Right, so um, 52k run in a pretty hot place, going round and round. Why would you do such a thing? I actually love it. I actually loved the, I, I loved the idea of it. I love the challenge of it. I love um, the wonderful atmosphere. See, see, the thing about it, it is, I think the further you go, what I've realised about myself is I'm not actually that competitive. Not really, I probably am, but I don't like being that competitive. And the thing about the further you run, the, the, the less it is about competition and the more it is about challenging yourself. And it's more about, there's much more a sense of kind of, um, you know, there's a wonderful atmosphere in these things. And you kind of see that, you know, and people, like, it's with, with the ultra ones, you have kind of people who would normally not win things actually win. So actually, you know, women can do just as well as men. They can, they can actually win ultra ones, runs outright. You know, that, that, that happens. Older people can win ultra ones because it stops being about kind of physical strength and it starts to become much more about your, our, mental, our mental kind of uh, strengths. Right, so at uh, that kind of distance, it's more about battling against yourself rather than against other people. Exactly, exactly. And, and kind of that's what I, you know... Um, I just love that, and I, I, just, and I just love the sense of motion and of travelling very far, you know, these kind of distances that, that, you know, initially seem impossible, but then you go and you do it, it's like, oh, wow, that is possible, because it seems like 52 kilometres seems like a lot of far to me, mm. like even in the car, you know, like I drove here today, it's about, about 100 kilometres, but like half of that seems far to yeah. run, yeah. but uh, yeah, and, and I've, I've kind of always been like that in regards to distance. I mean, I, I used to run a lot like, when I was younger, but even I used to do a hell of a lot of walking as well. Right. And I remember when I was in, and this is even when I was back in the days when I was drinking, on my days off, I used to go on these crazy walks that would last the whole day. I was living in London and I get this idea in my head I want to be in the countryside. So I'd just start walking all day right. <laughs> until I was in the countryside and I just have always kind of loved that, you know. And even travelling, I love travelling long distance. I remember I once sat on a bus for 50 hours travelling to Estonia just, and I just and I actually enjoyed it. Oh, right, okay. That sense of motion. Yeah, yeah. And were, were there any points during the run or perhaps even during the training that you felt like giving up? Oh, um, well, well, the mind kind of doubts itself. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and that's the challenge. That's where it becomes fun. Uh, and of course, I mean, when I... Um, see, see I, 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 I 
like running was, was a part of my life, it's something I would keep on going back to. Right. But then about uh, five years ago, something happened. It's that I, I, I tried to run again and I realised that I couldn't. Every time I tried to run, I would get injured. And uh, I actually came to a point where I believed I, I wouldn't be able to run again. I was actually having trouble, like even, even walking again was, was becoming an issue. Um, there was, so the, the, the year before, that year before I kind of started running again, it was over Christmas when my, my mother was over. And I could barely walk. I kept on getting these, my, something really bizarre was happening with my ankles. I, I think it was to do with all the driving I was doing and the, and the lack of exercise. But it really felt at that point that I might not even be able to walk for much longer. Really? Yeah. So, so, but then about, um, must be about, what, 16 months ago now? And the reason I started running again was nothing really to do it with me, it's to do it with my son. Because I kind of realized that I can't just keep on telling him to not be on the computer all the time. That I kind of had to offer him an alternative. Right, yeah. And so we decided to do a kind of 5K. And, you know, I didn't do much training for it, but I was able to run it. And so that really um, kind of uh, got me back into running again. And then remember this time last year, because you we, we did it together, we did yeah. the, the 21K. I remember, I remember coming up to that, it, it seemed impossible. It seemed like, how, how the hell am I going to do 21K? Right, yeah. But I did it. Yeah, I mean, I'm not fast anymore. And then, so once you did that, the marathon, oh, I can, you know, the, the, the idea of a marathon then seems possible. So I did that, and I've done a couple of them. And once you've done that, it's like, well, what more can I do? And so it's kind of the, the ultra marathon was the obvious next step. And right. I, like right now, I'm training for a 10-hour ultra during the hottest time of the year, running through a day in Thailand. Right. And hopefully building up to the end of the year when I do 100K, I, I really want to do the 100K. So it's kind of like this, this desire, this kind of, this kind of um, you know, the, rather than the, 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 the doubt and the challenge being something, because that's what you actually asked, wasn't it? being something that stopped me, it started having the complete opposite effect. And, and the funny thing about running as well, actually, I'll, I'll say this as well, and it's not really relevant to what you asked, but, but I'll say it anyway, is that I, um, I, I meditated like, you know, quite a lot for many years, in that I would be sitting down, sometimes up to five or six hours a day, you know, and this went on for years. And it's like my body kind of reached a point where I had enough of sitting down, and it just really, really wanted to move again. Right. Yeah. So that's a huge part of this. Like the, my body wants to be moving at the moment. Now I don't know how long that will last, but it really wants to be moving. Okay. Yeah, that's quite interesting. So, um, I mean, what do you see as the links between running and mindfulness? Do you see there's an overlap? Well, of course. Well? I mean, you know, like mindfulness, as I say, it's a tool, as, as I said before. But um, I mean, mindfulness got a link to everything. You, you know, our, it's, it, our life in that it kind of. Um, the same, this, we, we learn these tools, say, in meditation, so that initially we can apply them to our life. And obviously running is, can be very much part of our life. But specifically for running, I mean, it can be, and you know, for a lot of people, it is a form of moving meditation. You know, it absolutely can be that. It's a very valid form of meditation. You know, so long as you're not spending the whole run just thinking about something else. Right. And, you know, all of the same things that come up, all of the same kind of issues that would come up in meditation come up in running, only sometimes more so. And the same tools that work in meditation work in running. So they work really well together. And, and in fact, there's some, you know, there's some types of Buddhism, say, where running is their practice. Oh, really? So you have, um, you know, you have running monks in Tibet. 
and you, you actually have um, in, in uh, I think it's in Kyoto in Japan these running monks marathon monks and they take on this thing where you have to run a thousand marathons one after the other daily yeah every day run one marathon actually you can be walking about but they're in mountains wow you have to do, do one every day for <laughs> for uh, a thousand days and they're not allowed to stop um, that, that is intense I'm, I'm speechless yes yeah, I'd love to do it. <laughs> I'm not going to, but, you know, but I can see the appeal. <laughs> right, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, absolutely. It, it, it can be absolutely very much tied in. Right. Have you got any tips for um, kind of applying mindfulness to running? Yeah, yeah so, so, what, what I, so one thing that I found, um, and this became obvious to me quite, quite quickly, was that the mind, the kind of the egoic mind, uh, our mental life, wants to give up long, 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 long before the body does. And because of that, we never really, it can prevent us from finding out what the body is capable of. That we're kind of, that it's like our kind of mental life is kind of constantly sabotaging the body's abilities. Right. Because it gives up long, long, long before the body does. And it's kind of learning to see that. It's learning to, you know, so I found, you know, just by keeping my attention on the body. Um, Another important thing and a crucial thing, and, and the thing that really changed for me, I mean, I, I, I may not ever be able to run as fast as I did, did when I was younger. I, I, it looks unlikely, right. more unlikely as time goes on. But, you know, my running is far more um, effective, and, and I'm kind of running these longer distance because of, I, 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 so, I so appreciate running now. See, was that, and unfortunately it took me that, 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 that thought that I might not be able to run again to really give me back that appreciation. Yeah. But I, I really appreciate being able to move. And I feel that on every run. I love that sense of movement. I see it as an incredible gift. Right, yeah. And of course, it's that same appreciation that people use in meditation. To be able to kind of so to stick to be able to stick with any meditation object, you have to appreciate. It. You have to kind of you have to be have to be curious about the breath or appreciate the breath. If you don't, you're just going to sit there and you're going to really struggle. And so appreciating running, it's like getting out there and just really feeling that this is an incredible gift to be able to kind of move. And I, and I love that sensation of movement. I, I adore it. Right. Yeah. Do you think this process of going through the training for the ultramarathon and then running the 52k has changed you? Um, well, I suppose in the sense that um, to keep on finding things that, that the mind is saying is impossible and then finding out that they're possible, that changes you. Because it opens up so many more possibilities. You kind of realise, like, how, how else am I limiting myself? And what, what can the body do? I've got no idea what the body can do. Like, you know, like, so this 100k now, at the end of the year, that seems like a huge thing. But, you know, I suspect the body can do that. And it's like, what else can it do? What else can it do? And people say, well, why would you want to do something like that? And it's because, you know, the challenge and and seeing and, and the body rejoices, it kind of loves being able to prove itself. You know, and sure, I mean, you can kind of say once, once you go, go over 10k, it kind of stops being about fitness. But I mean, there's more to life than fitness. There's something wonderful about challenging yourself. Right. And, and, and kind of, and, and of course, I mean, part of it is learning to deal with pain, learning to manage pain, and learning to make a friend of pain. Right. 
you know, I, and if you, if, if we can make a friend of pain, that's such an incredibly important thing, because pain is very, very much part of life. Yeah. In fact, you know, and most of us, the, the only reason we're not experiencing a lot of pain is because we're avoiding it. And, and the cost of avoiding pain is far worse than the pain itself. Right. And you can actually start to really enjoy that pain, you know, that's why it's kind of like when you hit that point where the pain starts to come, that's when it starts. It's like, yes, here we are. Right. <laughs> and it's something incredible about it. Yeah, being comfortable with pain rather than moving away from it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, so it sounds like expanding your idea of what's possible in one area of your life has perhaps spread to other areas. Of course. Of course, because, you know, even... Because the, the mo- this is what our kind of... Um, what our kind of mental life does. It creates a fence around what's possible. It kind of creates this sense of who we are. And that sense of who we are, as far as I'm concerned, is just bullshit. You know, it's, it's just an illusion. You know, that, and, and it's not based on anything because often all, that, all that's done is kind of put a barrier so we've never kind of tested beyond that. Right, yeah. And who knows what we're capable of. Sure, I mean, we're not all going to be talented at everything, but we can certainly kind of follow, there's nothing to stop us following our passions. See, the exact same thing happened with writing, you know? And writing was a passion, but I kind of never, I never went very far with it because I just didn't think I had the ability. And it was only by somehow getting outside of that and, and getting beyond my, my mind's limitations that I was able to do anything with it. Right, yeah. And, 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 and it's with everything, you know, with relationships. You know, we just... See, we, we have this horrible habit of assuming it's just the way I am. That that's, that, that's a prison we put ourselves in. We don't, you know, we don't know what we are. We don't, we haven't tested. Unless you've actually tested your limits, you don't know what they are. And it, it's just, you know, it's just an assumption that's, that's probably wrong. Right. And it's kind of messing up your life. Yeah, yeah. So pushing ourselves to our limits kind of helps us to, to let go of these old ideas of who we are and what we're yeah. limited to. An amazing thing is when you keep on pushing, you're not finding a limit. Right. That, that's yeah. just really amazing. Yeah. And it's just kind of, and that's not, I'm not saying everyone should take up ultra running or even any kind of running. I mean, I think the wonderful thing about Hope, though, it is a real running community. You know, you look at you know, the, the, the staff, like yourself, you know, you have Hank and Simon training for their, uh, their first marathon. We have uh, Fabi and well, Jenny and Serena are doing runs. Yeah. Danny, of course, is doing lots of running. It's, it seems like everyone here, and obviously the clients are kind of joining in as well. It seems a kind of real running community. But not everyone has to run. But I think that the same principle applies to other thing and to not to not to allow our mind to kind of, you know, fence us in. Right. Yeah. Our mental life to fence us in. Yeah, it does seem quite contagious at Hope actually, doesn't it? Yeah. The running passion, yeah. yeah I love it, you know. Yeah. And so have you noticed any psychological benefits of running from day to day in your life? Sure. I mean, I mean, I think you know, obviously, being healthy kind of you know helps with energy levels and, and yeah. all of that. Um, it's kind of hard for me to say because this fit in so smoothly with meditation, right? Do, do, do you know what I mean? Absolutely, the energy levels. That's definitely down to all of the running. Um, it, it can be sometimes hard to say where one thing starts and another one finishes. Um, I suppose, I mean, this thing what we said about limits and, and going beyond our limits, I mean, that's a psychological benefit. Right, yeah. Um, and not being, you know, it, it further helps us not be afraid of pain and not be put off by pain, which is, you know, 
towards yeah. another psychological benefit. Yeah, yeah. Being more energised is something I've definitely noticed. Um, running's given me yeah. um, also a more steady mood level, um, less ups and downs, um, a lot, more, a lot calmer, kind of diminished anxiety, um, and just feeling more grounded. You know, when I start the day with a run, I feel very grounded, calm, and energised for the rest of the day, and it's uh, it's an anchor in the morning. Yeah. You, do you have any more uh, races planned? Um, not in the near future. Because you really smashed that last one. I was very impressed with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, um, yeah, I, I love it. But it's sometime soon I'll do another one. Yeah. Okay. Um, so something I was wondering is if you ever get runner's high, that euphoria, you know, from all the um, endorphins being released. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I must do. But... It, I suppose the thing again is I'm kind of because of the way I the way I relate to reality now I'm always kind of adoring reality right okay and it's just another way of adoring reality of just kind of this uh, appreciation of reality so I suppose I must I mean chemically I must um, but I suppose I mean obviously if you'd ask me that you know when I was younger I'd say of course because you know there would be a very very obvious kind of shift in my in my kind of perception, right. you know that would be kind of you know because especially when I was very depressed, <laughs> it'd be course like, oh god yeah you know this mad runner's high, but you know now that you mean I, I I'm pretty happy camper pretty much all the time these days because I mean I, I can see I can appreciate um, you know when I'm not running as well. Right, and that was a kind of real gift, and I think that's important because I mean, see, this motivation to run—it's—it's it's, it's kind of like it, it came to me as, as a gift, and it could just disappear tomorrow. And if my kind of you know, if if anything depends on it, it would be lost then, wouldn't it? So I mean, I kind of and I've kind of been very aware of that, and some and I know some people can make that mistake that they kind of you know you can really kind of focus on kind of a, an exercise high. And kind of, but then you reach a point where you can't exercise, and you just kind of you suddenly, think we just kind of rebound effect. Right. Yeah. So in a way, you're saying that um, being high on life, you don't need to worry about these transient highs. Kind of, without sounding, yeah, yeah. I mean, without sounding too, I'm not kind of the same. There, of course, there is a runner's high, but just that you know, that when you kind of when you find a decent level of kind of well-being in life, it, it's no longer, it's no longer, it doesn't sound out so much. And how do you think running can be helpful for people in early recovery in particular? Well, in lots of ways. Um, I mean, the practical things like self-esteem. Mm, yeah. Um, we can be in a terrible state physically when, 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 when we stop these things, so it can kind of get us back in shape. Right. Um, mental strength, you know, making us mentally stronger. Um, spot, like, you know, um, stuff like, you know, as I said, we were doing about getting outside our comfort zone and checking our limits. I mean, endless, endless benefits. Absolutely. I mean, as I say, it's not for everybody, but the benefits, absolutely. And I think people do, I think we talked about it before, people need to be doing some kind of exercise. Right, yeah. You know, something, because your body, the body needs to be physical. Yeah, and it helps to rebalance the chemicals in the brain. Absolutely. Well. Yeah. Okay, well, I think that's all the questions I wanted to ask. So, yeah, well, thank you so much. Questions. Thanks for sharing that with us, Paul. Um, you know, I've been inspired by, by your achievements and hopefully some of our listeners will be too. Thank you. That's very nice of you to say. And uh, will we leave it there? Yeah. Thank you.